You're tuned into the Self-Love Podcast by Love Madden with Madden Nichette Jones and Tennille Daniels. Consider this show a guide on your personal self-love journey, heart, soul, mind, and strength. Join us weekly for a dose of good healing girl talk at the intersection of spirituality and science. Make yourself comfortable and pull up a seat. There's always room at our table. Welcome in. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because you're funny. She, I just got on her nerves, so now she's like, yeah, that's accurate. How was, how was your day? How was your weekend? My weekend was busy. I had to, I had plans and I had to like cancel one of my plans, which this is a lesson to anyone who struggles with this. Grandma was tired. I need to stop calling myself grandma. Oh, you canceled because you were tired? Yeah. I was going to say, did you cancel because you prioritized someone else over yourself? No. I was like, I grandma is tired. And so grandma needs to sit at home and not be out here in these streets. But but getting your rest is also a priority. No, no, no. I know. Yeah. Um, I had a moment where I was like, I don't want to let this person down. But then I was like, we really ain't going to do nothing. Right serious yeah. so let me just reschedule I'm gonna I, I said reschedule so we'll push it back a week mm-hmm. but I just did not have it in me yeah I understand that's real how was your weekend it was good it was productive oh that's good always good to be productive not rest uh kind of restful pockets of rest but more productive uh, okay. than restful so yeah we'll see rest is something I'm still working on trying to um mm. like allow myself to do yeah, I'm. I used to be bad at it, but I think I'm getting better. Praise God! <laughs> it's like even when I'm resting, it's like active rest. Like I'm doing something. Doing like I'm, something. I feel like I'm constantly doing something. Yeah. When I came home um, the other day, I was like, I have so much to do. I was like, this stuff will be here. I'm about to just sit my little butt on the couch and watch basketball. What was it so much to do? Like cleaning up kind of stuff? Cleaning up. Okay. Because I do come on here and I tell all my business. Mm -hmm. I say this all the time. Y'all, I have so so many clothes that need to be washed. I was like down to maybe two or three pair of underwear. (laughs) And I legit have. Don't do this. Okay. It's too much. (laughs) It's too much. Did you wash the clothes? I have clean clothes now. Okay, yeah, good. Good. <laughs> you think I was gonna come on here and tell people that I was recycling underwear? No, no, definitely not. <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I just thought you were gonna say that you, rather than clean your clothes, you sat down and watched basketball and your clothes still weren't clean. Uh, oh no, I just pushed it to another day. But you got it done. But I got it done. That's what matters. But in that moment, I needed rest, and I said the clothes will be there. And it got done. See, but that's how I we're different. I would have put my rest on the back burner yeah, to nah. do the clothes. No, I mean, you have a family, so maybe that's more important. <laughs> Some people counting on me for their underwear <laughs> yeah, yeah. come Monday. I mean, if worst came to worst, <laughs> I'd have been out here feeling the breeze. No, I'm joking, y'all. I'm really joking. <laughs> I'm just on here talking so y'all can have some good laughs. But uh, Somebody texted me and was like, you and Tennille are hilarious. I love your um, banter. <laughs> we just be saying anything. Anything. Y'all, some of this stuff I just be saying. No, For comedic value. But it may I, be but the truth. However, I was down to the <laughs> 
the breeze, the breeze, feeling the breeze was comedic yeah, value. Feeling the breeze was comedic value. You went right to your favorite Walmart and bought you a five it. pack of Hanes I mean, her way. We have all done it. We have all done it. And if you haven't done never. it, you're lying to you. I've never. You've never gone and buy under, bought underwear because you didn't have any clean. Oh my god! What? No, I wash my clothes every week. Oh. I also have a this lot is, of underwear. This, this <laughs> now with that where, gift card, I got even more underwear. This is where me and you differ because yeah. I cannot even imagine going out to buy clothes because I didn't wash my clothes. That's it's actually that's wild to me. Okay, yeah, I would have never done that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's not wild to me that you did it. It's wild to me that you assume that everyone does that. I mean, at some point in your life, even in college, like when, so, cause I'm thinking when I lived in my condo in Southwest, mm-hmm. the washer and dryer is not in the unit. So it's not like super easy to just wash your clothes. It was easier for me to go to Target and buy me a five pack than it was for me to go down there and wash my clothes. It's all good. Whatever floats your boat. Right. Teach his own. To each his own. Love it or leave it. Hey, what? I need y'all to <laughs> type. <laughs> in the Instagram comments, <laughs> send Maddie a text, a DM, whatever y'all do. I cannot be the only one out here who that has gone out and bought underwear. I, I can't. See, I, I don't think you're the only one, I, but I don't think it's as pervasive as you think it is. When you you just said everybody does it, I that's not. I mean, I don't even. All right, we're gonna we're gonna poll the audience. <laughs> we'll poll because hmm, you've at least if it's not underwear, it's been something. That you bought because you didn't feel like washing your clothes. You bought clothes because you didn't feel like washing your clothes. Right. Or you didn't have it available to you at that moment. I didn't have underwear available to me at that moment because I was too lazy to wash my clothes. Anyway. I bought things that I know I own because they're like in storage and I don't feel like going to get them. And I'm like, oh, I'll just buy another same, one. Same, same. I've done that. Same, same. Okay. I'm here to help you feel better about your choices. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to dig deep and find something for you, friend. <laughs> All right, love it or leave it. You start. I have a love it. I mm. love that Bel Air is back. Oh yeah, I'm a couple episodes behind, but I, I'm. It's so cute. I also I love, love Coco Jones. Yeah, she's so cute. Yeah, I love her for her generation. She's like cute, and she's got a great voice. She's acting. She's singing. She's making the moves. Yeah, you know, I really haven't listened to any of her songs. I heard a song by her recently, and I was like, okay, little Coco. <laughs> why are you talking to her like she's two <laughs> i mean how old is she like 20 I, I have no clue yeah i'm proud of her no she's she's doing it yeah. i'm gonna have to go listen to the music um i I'm like proud of, i'm proud of all the young ladies yara shadidi is now playing disney's Tink- tinkerbell I saw that. we already talked about i think last season chloe and hallie and how proud we are of them a lot of young ladies out here doing They're it. They're out here doing it. SZA damn thing. sold out the Capital One Arena. She's like on a big girl tour. It's not like she's at the nine thirty club. I don't know how young she is, but she's doing it. Ari Lennox. It's a lot of women in their twenties who are just killing doing, the game. Doing what needs to be done. I'm here for it. All right, what you leaving or loving? I'm gonna do a leaving today. Okay. It is a little bit of what I said last week or the week before about I have it's kind of leaving it but loving it like a little bit Mm -hmm. these fast fashion websites from China okay Mm -hmm. Instagram will you know market to you have you thinking like oh my gosh this stuff is so cute and then you click on the site no 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 I I didn't even get to ordering it because Mm -hmm. I was like this stuff is coming from China and it's gonna take two months to get here and what if I don't like it how am I gonna get it back to China it just be too many things (laughs) I salute anybody who's 
has mastered the like, you know, overseas the the strategy around fast fashion. Like it's just too much. So yeah, there was. I'm I'm over it, but so oh you're leaving it. So what's the little bit that you love? Because the clothes be cute oh, on online, online. Because yes. we don't know on if the they man always that, yeah, translate. Exactly. Well, that's true. They sell me right with the look. I got you. And then when I get on the website and I'm like, oh, it's gonna take a whole month to get here. How am I gonna send it back if it doesn't fit? Yeah. I'm just so turned off. And then off. some of the places want you to ret- pay return shipping if you don't want it. I mean, it'd be like five or six dollars, but I'm not. No, I mean, I'm not doing that. And that was another thing I was going to come on here and say. I am over shipping. I've actually said this on this on this podcast before. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I had some things that I wanted to order. Fourteen ninety nine for shipping. Now let me tell y'all, it was because I needed to expedite it. But okay. it was because at least I think we're probably ten days away from when I need it. Mm-hmm. But because again, it's one of these fast fashion right. overseas conglomerate. <laughs> What was the ba- what was the standard shipping? Was it free? No, it was seven ninety nine. Mm. Would you rather it be in the price of the clothes? Yeah, just uh, right. Just, just, just add, spread just it out with it a couple in. dollars per item. So yeah, I don't have to whatever know. I was ordering was twenty five dollars. You could have made it thirty. I still would have bought it, and then exactly. I would have felt better because of the shipping. Exactly. So yeah. All right. Cool. Um, speaking of Instagram ads, you shared with me all, like in between episodes. Remember when I asked you about the menopause ads? And you said, no, I'm not getting those. And I said, you will. And what happened? Oh, Jesus. He got the menopause ads, y'all. I'm starting to get menopause emails. <laughs> I'm like, what? What did I sign up for that I maybe forgot? Or are they getting my email address from Instagram? Like, what is happening? You can't even think nothing. And they're in your brain. This is sad, y'all. It's a sad, sad day when we get here. It's crazy. And when I say sad day, I mean that I'm getting menopause ads. So (laughs) not that they're reaching out. I'm telling you. We're here. If we talk about something, you're going to, I mean. I'm not in menopause. We're not going to say you. Yeah, we're not here. But but it's in our discussion. We've never even mentioned it before. I mean, we're teetering on. I mean, there are women who are in their like early 40s who like experience early menopause. Even late 30s, there are some women who get really, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. All right. All right, let's go. We are in our series, A Weekly Word, um, and we have reached the letter R. Y'all, when I saw that, I was like, it's almost over. I know. Somebody emailed me and was like, hey, (laughs) if you're listening, I'm sorry. She said, I haven't received any more weekly words. Did I unsubscribe? Or, Uh, and I was like, girl, I got disease. I don't (laughs) know. She wanted you to go back to egg and come like, up with a new word. She was like, no pressure at all. I just love them so oh. much. And so I am, I've heard you and I'm going to dig up some more content and I'm going to yeah. come out with another series. I'm actually, I think I talked about this last week. Think about moving my talents to Substack. So I actually, I don't know how I got here, mm-hmm. but I saw something and I subscribed to it, I think. Mm. What? Substack. For me? For you. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do anything yet. I just, uh, yeah. I just, I did, I saved an account, but I haven't written like my first stack or whatever they call them. Did you like promote it on Twitter? I mean, I got to it. Some- oh, Twitter. Yeah. You know, when you sign up, it, I think it did. It said, do you want to link your Twitter price? Send a tweet. Oh, Join yeah, me on Substack. It did. Cause I was like, oh, what is this? Okay. I joined. So. Well, great. Something's coming soon. So nice. Um, more content. Is it like medium or like those, like a 
pod, I mean, like a it's blog like post site? It's like a blog post site and a podcast site. Actually, oh. I meant to talk to you about this off air. But you can put some of your content. You can you can have free content and then you can have subscribers. Oh. And you can put some of your content behind a paywall. Mm. So, like, let's say we did this season, but then we did, like, a wrap-up episode about what's going on with us. We could put just that episode behind a paywall. Like uh, Robin and um, Giselle did. Let me tell y'all something. Now, <laughs> it's getting, it's not getting hard out in these streets, but I mean, I got some things I need to do. So we might put some stuff behind some paywall. I'm telling you, I'm doing all of this content <laughs> episode, the writing of the word. Yeah. People are reading it. I have a good amount of free subscribers that, yeah. even, if just, even if just a one fourth of those people, I mean, some people have been rocking with us for like years upon years upon years. Yeah. And maybe three ninety nine a month is just a drop in the bucket. I was gonna do five dollars a month. Yeah. And I was just gonna offer like an additional post and maybe like an additional podcast episode every month. And then maybe just some like exercises or some guides. Mm-hmm. I mean, low key, I said I wasn't gonna do this on Instagram and I know we have to get ready to switch move into the the word Content. of the week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I'm not subscribing to any of these like um, IG subscription mm-hmm. things. And then um, Zakia Blaine, the owner of FBF, FBF. Body, mm-hmm. she was like, she's going on sabbatical for a year. And I enjoy her content. So yeah. she had, um, I think you paid $60 for a year worth of access to her close friends. Mm-hmm. And Uh-oh. yeah. Hmm. And she got a whole, I mean, you did probably, it? yeah. Wow. And I enjoy it. I mean, nice. $60 at, in one pop, but. Yeah, she's on there pretty much every day, but she didn't want, I guess, like, you know, there there are vultures and people who are coming in to just and like, also like it is suck. a lot of work creating yeah. content to just yeah. constantly create, create, create and give and give and give. It's exhausting. And low key, she's I mean, I don't know. I love it. So mm-hmm. let me not I'm not saying this to be shady right, or anything, right. but she's not really creating that much content. She's really just letting us in on her like daily activities. But that's still creating. Content. I mean, true. Think yeah, about yeah. what it takes to remember to photograph something or post it or video it or just that's the true. extra consciousness of like and not being able to go about your it. day. It's, like, it, it's it, a lot. It's work. So anywho, that, you know, took us on a whole nother <laughs> But the 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 word I mean the, the word of the week is starts with the R it and does. now we're talking about revenue. So hey, <laughs> I like how you did that. Exactly. Okay, guys, the word of the week is repentance. Um, if you've been listening for a while, you know that I've been doing this series and it's going to be available for free at least for a little while. <laughs> Get it while you can. I love Madden.com. Click on Love Notes or read the blog. You'll see it there. Um, but for this episode, I'm going to read it to you guys so we can frame our conversation. Repentance is far from a buzzword in the self-care and healing space. It's not sexy or trending or clickworthy. To the contrary, it makes people uncomfortable. It conjures up thoughts of doomsdayers with handwritten signs shouting from the sidewalks that the end is near. Yet repentance is one of the most sincere and connecting acts that we can practice and should be in our self-love repertoire. Owning our wrongdoings, laying them at God's feet, and humbling ourselves to a power that is greater and higher than we are is humbling, honest, and vulnerable in the best way. Similarly, seeking forgiveness from others, the act of thinking over our actions, identifying our shortcomings, experiencing feelings of remorse, and committing to change for the better is character producing. With that knowledge, we should challenge ourselves to repent, to apologize as an act of healing, love, and growth. 
There are four R's, because y'all know I love alliteration, that we can use as a guide as we seek out grace and forgiveness. The first R is responsibility. Firstly, we must accept and own that we have done wrong. There is no repentance in denial. The second R is remorse. Genuine regret for our wrongdoings, not as an act for others, but a sincere sense of remorse is at the core of our repentance. The third R is resolve. A commitment, first to self and then to whoever we've offended, not to let it happen again. And finally, the fourth R is repair. An effort to make amends and to the extent possible to undo the wrongdoing that we may have done and its impact. Love, Madden. And with that, it's time to dig in. Let's do it. Yummy. All right, Maddie. Mm -hmm. What does repentance mean to you? It is accepting that I'm not perfect, owning things that I've done that are wrong, and then taking the action to show and share my remorse mm. for that wrongdoing. So it's a two-step. It's it's owning and then it's taking an action to say I'm I'm sorry about this mm-hmm. and I'm going to I'm going to do my best not to let this happen anymore. Yeah, and that was key um as you were reading. It mm-hmm. was like, you know, the the four-step process. I think it can be easy mm-hmm. for some to do the first two. Mm-hmm. But the last two the resolve and repair mm-hmm. um, when you talk about, you know, not letting it happen again mm-hmm. and then, you know, figuring out what impact you that action has had on the person and trying to repair, um, you know, for the the mistake or the the um, action that you, you know, caused. Mm-hmm. That is, I think, a, a different level of kind of going down the the repentance um journey yeah really because a lot of times people will say you know i apologize i'm sorry da, 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 it, it, da. Ends the, it ends at the it remorse. ends there and then a month later two months later whatever we're right back here yeah at the same place again. or even if they feel like they have the resolve in the moment it's the repair it's the work part mm-hmm. that i think is really hard like you can say i'm sorry and you know what i'm i'm not going to do this again Saying it is one thing. Yeah. Then, but but actually carrying through with that is a totally different thing. But I see the saying it as part of the remorse part mm-hmm. because the resolve part, where it says you're actually making a commitment to yourself and then to who you've offended. A lot of times we're telling people we're sorry in we're the moment, but we're not making a commitment to not do it again. There are also people who make a commitment not to do it again and, they and do it again. I mean, yeah, yeah, true. I was thinking, actually, I know you're saying the first two can be easy for some people, but I was thinking that for many people, just the responsibility, be the that be the first stumbling block. You know what? And maybe this is a good people discussion can't even point. that they've done wrong. Because as I was... Um, Quickly preparing for the episode, mm-hmm. I started thinking to myself, have there been a lot of, um, you know, times, at least recently, that mm-hmm. I could remember where I've had to repent to somebody? And I don't think I'm perfect, so mm-hmm. I know that there's stuff that I do. Or ap- that, apologize to somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have, um, you, have you? I don't mm-hmm. know, because I don't think... <laughs> Because you don't think you've done anything wrong. <laughs> oh, gotcha. no. You're on the the step zero. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. But it did have me think in a for a moment, like, right. 
wow, you know, who have I had to apologize lately to? And But I do think it's an awareness it thing. Is. Yeah. And it's something we don't like to talk about. So because, that is step zero. Yeah, it, ma- it, makes, us, it makes us uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, what about repentance to God? Is that something that is part of your, like, practice? Practice prayer life. Um, Because it's on your Fisher-Price prayer. You had it in there. (laughs) I thought Fisher-Price prayer was ABC, and there is no R in that. I thought it was P-R-A-Y. Oh, yeah. Praise, repent, (laughs) ask, yield. I thought that's what it was. What's ABC? You don't know. You don't even joking. know. I was really just trying to get you back on that deck on Fisher Price, and then you I remembered would, what it was. So here we go back to. I said I wouldn't bring it up anymore after the last episode, but it is part of that. So is that something you practice? <laughs> You're so wrong. Anyway, um, yes, there are times where I will. I, I can't say that I do it every prayer, mm-hmm. but there are times where I repent for things that I know that I've done wrong. But we should be repenting every day because we're we all fall short daily. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I need to start praying instead of paying. <laughs> so corny. I, that was corny, but I, I liked um, it. I do it now because I have taught during our tuck in bedtime. I've taught mm. Ellie to, you know, we we don't do that uh, p r a y in that mm-hmm. way, but we do something very similar where we just say what we're thankful for. What we need. You didn't want to say I don't do Fisher Price prayers. With <laughs> no, I my wasn't going to say. I wasn't going to say that. Mm-mm-mm. She is in the Fisher Price demographic. That would be perfect. Right, but you're too good for no. Fisher Price prayers. <laughs> Let me finish my thought. Sorry. So we do gratitude, then we do grace, mm-hmm. and then we ask God for whatever we want to ask God for. Mm-hmm. So she'll say what she's thankful for for the day, mm-hmm. and then she'll say what she needs grace or forgiveness for for the day. Mm-hmm. But you know, my daughter, she also points out things that we like, mommy, and I forgive you. But when you raised your voice at me and you need grace for that. So in the midst of her grace, she also reminds me what I need grace for. But it has then reminded me that when I go to bed at night, mm-hmm. just like I'm teaching her to do, her to do it, I yeah. need to do it, not just in the moment with her, but on my own. Mm-hmm. And so I have thought about that. Like, have I, you know, was I short with anybody today? Did I, did I treat people with love and kindness? Did mm-hmm. I hurt anybody's feelings? Even if it was unintentional, you know, is there anything that, yeah, that I just feel bad about, or just even if I didn't feel bad about it, can I think back to how somebody else might have taken something? That's a good step in the day because now that I think about it, I mean, because I don't really interact with that many people mm-hmm. during the day outside of like work people. Mm-hmm. It's like thinking about, yeah, did I do anything that could have offended, offended someone? or harmed anybody, even if it was unintentional? So, and just being more conscious of that. Cause like I said, when I started reading this, I was like, I don't do anything I don't even to know. offend yeah, people. Yeah, but maybe you do. And I, I, I used mean, to do I the, definitely do. I used to do the little blanket. Lord, please forgive me for anything I've done. For all knowingly of or unknowingly or whatever. Like, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't feel like I've done anything. But let me put this blanket out. Yeah, no, I think it's good to be specific. Yeah. Because it just makes you a little bit more aware, aware. of That's what the you're thing. doing. Even you say you don't interact with somebody, but even interacting with our coworkers, it's like, how, how was I talking to these people? Would it be rude to say? You don't, I don't care. care. Yeah, <laughs> actually, it would. I'm joking, y'all. I am not rude to my to my um, coworkers, not intentionally, but I will repent for the unintentional digs that I sometimes. <laughs> Look at guy, he is working. He is in our midst even right now, and the unintentional sarcasm, <laughs> and the unintentional passive aggression. Mm. I, I mean, that's how that's the work. That's what be happening at work. 
Yeah, uh, but I try not to be passive aggressive. Uh, I probably am every now and then, but I try not to be because I don't like when people are passive aggressive. I don't like it either. All right. Um, What role has repenting played in your journey to healing? Is there a personal lesson or story that you can share as it relates to repentance? Yeah, I had to reframe what I thought of repentance. Like when we were going through the whole thing of trying to have a baby, Mm -hmm. there were people who said to me, out their mouths well maybe God is punishing you Mm. for something that you've done and you need to repent Mm. and I was thinking that was very strong of these people to even say that somebody asked me well had you have you ever had an abortion before maybe God is punishing you for having had an abortion and I was like out their mouth yeah this is somebody older older and churchy right hand to the man and I was like That the Lord saved you and me <laughs> together because I would have swung. Uh, yeah, I felt it was. Yeah, I felt away. Um, I would was, not have hit a whole old person. older person. Okay, just, and I, you know, I said, yeah, I was just, I was so taken aback. I just, I, I immediately had to go Lewis and was like, you ain't gonna <laughs> believe this shit. But yeah, yeah, I was, I was like, no, you know, that's. But even if, no. Even if. Right. I'm 100% pro-choice for the, yeah. you know, whatever, what for the record. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with nothing. Right. But it made me almost, I don't, it made me not even like the idea around repentance because I was so offended mm-hmm. by that, that what I'm going through could, somebody could fix their mouth to say is a punishment for some wrongdoing. And I had never thought about repentance in that way before. For me, I had always thought about it and think about it now as something having to do with my relationship with God. Just Mm -hmm. like I would have a relationship with anybody else. I don't Mm want to offend or harm anyone, especially not God. I mean, I do it all the time, but I don't want to. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But that whole like doomsday thing, and that's why I wrote it that way in the Mm -hmm. post. It's just it can make you some of the more like the words that we use to describe some of the more traditional ideas that we've been taught in church when people use words like repentance or submission yeah. it's like we don't like those words because of the people how people have, have used, used those things to harm They've us in the weaponized past weaponized those words they have weaponized the words so repentance has been an important part of my healing journey but not in the way that those people have framed it for me and mm. it almost made me want to shrink back from even sharing my story with people because mm-hmm. I was in such a tender place and I felt like, wow, I'm trying to share the, the you know, the goodness of what God is doing for me on this journey. And here I am getting beat down in a, yeah. in an already low place. Mm. Yeah. So anywho, I feel like we've said this a lot <clears throat> on the podcast this season, but watch your mouths. Yes. <laughs> watch your mouth. I mean, I'm going to say it to myself. I, I mean, I don't think I come out of my mouth sideways like that. Not like that. That's but, that's, a, that's a 60 or older comment. <laughs> that's that. I don't give a... I'm out of... Exactly. That's, the, that's what that is. Yeah, that's very true. I don't even know if I need censorship for this. I was about not, to say, Marcus. are we going to have to add <laughs> a, 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 a of explicit, <laughs> explicit content Sorry. labeled to this episode? <laughs> Yeah, it is important to to think about and be conscious of how we talk to people because that that's I mean, yeah. Ooh, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. All right. Um, what about you? Your healing journey. <clears throat> what role has repentance played? Whether it's you know in your relationship with God or just being 
apologetic for, to something you may have done maybe in a personal relationship? All of the above. Okay. So, um, I don't, until I repented for my role in some of the things that have caused me trauma mm -hmm. um, and brokenness, I was not able to really begin the healing process mm. because I think it goes to that point of, you know, accepting and acknowledging responsibility. Now, they're not in all cases. It's not where you have a role and the other person has a role in whatever, you know, issue has come up. Mm -hmm. Right. That has caused you some pain. But in my case, I had a role that I played, and until I forgave myself for the role that I played in the situation, I couldn't forgive the other mm. person for their role in in harming me. Mm. Um, and it wasn't until I forgave myself first, mm. and then the other person who I felt victimized me, is that the word? Mm -hmm, victimized, mm -hmm. victimized me. Um, Healing wasn't really able to begin. Mm. True healing. Because I think I was, like, probably doing some surface things where I was like, oh, yeah, I'm over it. Mm -hmm. da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it would still kind of come back every Bubble now and up. then. And, yeah. Um, but it wasn't until I forgave myself, forgave the person. And, yeah, I had to repent to God, too, because there were some ungodly things that were going <laughs> on. <laughs> during this, you know, situation. Mm -hmm, so she probably, mm -hmm. Mighty probably knows what I'm talking about, maybe. I do. Um, so, yeah, it's like I had to go through that process. Mm. Forgive myself, forgive the other person, and then repent to God for all of the mess that ended up happening as a result of, of that interaction. The forgive yourself part is so good. Like, ding, 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 that's our gem of the day because I was not even – coming at it from that mm -hmm. angle. I was thinking relationally, but I mean, this is the self-love podcast and it's about our relationship mm -hmm. with ourselves. And what does that look like? Us accepting responsibility and remorse, but then taking the steps to resolve and repair mm -hmm. with ourselves. With ourselves, because honey, mm -hmm. I think the, the shame, the like guilt, the like all mm -hmm. of the things that you could be like piling on yourself from a potential, you know, um, experience that you had that where, where you felt like you needed healing from it is real and that shame and guilt and all of those things can just like overtake Heavy. you Heavy. and yeah you can't even move on from there so it is about resolving it doing your own self-repair because yeah quick side note mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, I think I saw on Twitter but someone else was playing their music like this is the 20th anniversary of Danity Kane's um <laughs> Y'all do are we not going? judge. Where are we going? I thought this was about repair. <laughs> it is. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. Keep going. So they had a song um, called Damaged. And it re it relates to this. Gotcha. The healing part. And so it just reminded me. I was like Got listening you. to the CD yesterday. Fun fact. Tanil is Danity Kane's biggest fan. I absolutely <laughs> or was, love. Or is. Yeah, was. was. Yeah, they're in the. Yeah, was. Good group. So if you haven't listened to both of their CDs, they only came out with two before Diddy, you know, did what Diddy does and just F's up everything. 20 years? <clears throat> yeah, or maybe it was 18. It was I a don't long think it time. was 20. 
Because we're if it's about to be our twentieth twentieth year anniversary, and I think Danny Kane was already. I mean, it didn't come out till after we. Maybe it was eighteen or fifteen. I don't know. We're but still it. check but, the yeah, check yeah. the <laughs> the the Googles, but uh, <laughs> it was some historic. It was a milestone, milestone for Danny Kane. Twenty. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've almost been out of grad school for twenty five years. So who knows? Eh, wait, I don't know. wait. We're about to have our twentieth. Delta anniversary, right? Am I wrong? That's what we're about to celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we were just talking about this morning. <laughs> Me and you talking about. So how you Y'all, been out of grad school for okay, 25 years? I thought it was, it was about to be 20 years. That's, I think you've been out of high school for 25 20, yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I took, I took a... Uh, 15th. Marcus says it's 15th on Danny oh, okay. Kane. okay. Thank you, Marcus. That math is making more sense. Because okay. we was watching Making the Band. We were out of college. Okay. But still, Sorry. great fact, yeah, damage. Thank you. I got you. And I was just doing, I was looking like the Issa Rae <laughs> meme with all the math figures. The math ain't mathing. I'm sorry, y'all. Let me, this, no, I'm, I had another, like, math ain't mathing moment this week. I indulge in a little bit of sports betting, and this is March Madness. Mm-hmm. And I had done this parlay where we were doing, like, over and unders of the games. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I was telling one of my friends, we lost the bet. And y'all, we actually won the bet. I just could not do the math correctly. <laughs> I was like, what's going on with me? Math was my strongest subject. And here I am. I can't even add 65 plus 62. No, it wasn't that simple, but something like that. All right. Happens to the best of us. It does. Let's get back on track. Yes. Self-forgiveness and repentance. Mm-hmm. All right. Next question. Yes. Do you have any advice or key takeaways for someone who uh, struggles with accepting personal responsibility? So we are, this mm-hmm. is just a perfect segue. Mm-hmm. Um, that's tough. I think there are a lot of steps that need <laughs> to, to happen mm-hmm. for us to really see ourselves. Mm. Um. I feel like most of us, self-included, are more concerned with the perception of us Mm. than really seeing ourselves. And because, again, it can be uncomfortable and it can be like weird. Um, But I think once we even begin to do that, we will start to take personal responsibility. So let's. Unpack that a little bit. How do you get to a place where you are um, aware enough of yourself and not the perception of yourself? I think unplugging from others, whether that's like hanging out or socializing or social media mm-hmm. um, and doing some reflection, asking yourself some pointed questions. There are some questions you can ask yourself in the self-love card deck that oh, I sell mm-hmm. at lovegoodsco.com. Yes, There's bring it back. about 10 questions there, but there are lots of tools that we can use to begin to, I mean, prompts that we can find, mm-hmm. prompted journals and tools that we can use to begin to ask ourselves quest- simple questions mm-hmm. like, who am I um, without my titles? That's a simple question that we can ask ourselves that, that most of us Child, that question, it is simple because it has four words, but it ain't simple. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) But starting to sit with the questions, Mm -hmm. and I think it's also valuable to... Three words. Who am I? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) You know what? It's okay. The mess today. This is... (laughs) Math, is, <laughs> math and counting haven't been... Wait, let me tell y'all. Who I, am I? Who am I? 
I actually took differential equations in high school, and here I am talking about three, Counting. four, adding, subtracting. Anyway, it's okay. Yeah, asking ourselves those kind of questions and then writing through the answers. Sometimes you can ask yourself the question and then mm. kind of let your brain wander off and never really, you know, answer it. Mm-hmm. But taking the time to think through, write down, come back, think about it again um, is really helpful. And then I think also there's some value in doing like a, a 360 assessment. So mm. not just asking yourself, that is a huge part of it, mm-hmm. but asking, you know, uh, maybe your, your, your partner or mm-hmm. your sibling mm. or your parent, mm. you know, and kind of taking a, and not that somebody's voice would hold more weight, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but sometimes we can't see certain yeah, things about ourselves certain, that other people can yeah, see. So taking all of those things into account, just like they do sometimes Blind the 360 spot. ones at work, mm-hmm. the, uh, um, you know, the reviews at work mm-hmm. where you have somebody you report to, somebody mm-hmm. who reports to you, mm-hmm. a peer. Mm-hmm. I think it's just sort of important, an important thing to do, but I think that's just a one way we can look at doing it as well. Yeah. And you have to, it, it's, it's a good data point, right? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we can get so caught up on what other people are saying to us mm-hmm. about us. That that becomes our voice. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so you have to be able to tease to out. tease it out. What's really you. And then their perceptions of you sometimes are also jaded. Right. By their own. So, yeah. It's, and it's, a, it's, it's a good data to point. know their perception. Yes. But you can't give their someone else's perception more, more value mm-hmm. than you give your own perception. Yes. But it is important for us to hear it. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Because mm-hmm. then... At other times, we're blinded by our own, by our own, and yeah, just like, and then and their see. perception of us is also informed by all of everything that they bring, mm-hmm. you know, to their viewpoint yeah. as well. But I think that that taking an assessment of who we are, asking who mm-hmm. we are, doing some self work, seeing ourselves for who we are, is one of the steps in being able to accept personal responsibility. That and is it's fast. a it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's um. It's hard work. Yeah, it's ongoing. It requires consistency. Um, you know, it's just part of like our journey. I don't think there's ever an end point, but I, I think don't. it's important to just keep plugging. Because we're along. always evolving mm-hmm. as people, so that makes sense. But I do think it's it's a great question that we need to sit with. And maybe around your birthdays, here I am giving mm-hmm. y'all assignments, <laughs> like because it's almost my birthday, and I feel like I need to do another assessment of who am who I? I? Am. Yeah. Right. Um, what advice would you give for somebody who struggles to accept personal responsibility? I would say be willing to accept correction mm. because I think that is key to be able to accept personal responsibility. So, <clears throat> and when I say accept correction, I mean, be open to people pointing out to you when you've done them wrong. Because I think for me, there have been times where if someone brought something to me, my initial thought was like defense mode Mm -hmm. for me to like, you know, try to say why I did the things that I did Mm -hmm. when at the end of the day, that doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. I've, I've done something to offend you, to hurt you, the the damage has already been done. So me trying to like defend and say why I did what I did and why I think it's justified is not a healthy um, response, response mm-hmm. at all. So you have to just be willing and open to someone telling you what you did and then 
yeah, I think that next step is the um, accepting your personal responsibility or your role mm. in what happened. Mm. That's good. So just be open, less defensive. I can be defensive. So that, yeah, that's my takeaway. That's be good. open to correction. So is that also your answer to how you're going to apply this to practice in the near future? No. Oh, okay. What's your answer to that? <laughs> oh, now. <laughs> I hadn't thought about it. <laughs> However, <laughs> um, okay. It's, so I think one thing that I want to do to apply this practice in the near future is what we talked about at the top of the episode. And that is every single day thinking about what it is that I did throughout the day mm-hmm. that could have caused someone harm. You know, whether it was being mean to someone, whatever, you know, just taking more stock of what those things are. Where could I have given someone a little bit more grace? Where could I have forgiven someone for something they did to me? Where could I have just been a nicer person? Because, you know, sometimes I can snap on the people that I love. So Mm -hmm. I think I just want to do that on a more consistent daily basis and just be very specific about it and then ask for repentance in, in that moment. Because like I said earlier, when I first thought about this, I was like, you can't even think I can't even think of anything that I've done to offend someone. Mm -hmm. Low key. Somebody's probably out here writing something to me in their (laughs) journal. Camille did X, (laughs) Y, Z to me. (laughs) Here I go. I ain't do nothing to nobody. (laughs) That's that's good. Taking in, taking an inventory. Like, honestly, there's so many times where we can do things unintentionally or people, People will let things will land with people mm-hmm. in a certain way. And I mean, this happens to me a lot and I'm obli- and I'm yeah. oblivious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think that's good. My answer is from your gem of the day, which is to think about what I can forgive myself for. Mm-hmm. I think I am. <clears throat> I have been more concerned with, you know, repentance to God and. Mm-hmm apologizing to others and my perception than I really have been tapping into like are there things that I am holding on to or anything that I feel guilt and shame about I mean I don't know there's not anything like right in front of me right right but I don't even think that I've taken the time to do that check-in in in a while Mm -hmm. like to see if there are things that I need to release and forgive myself for so that's that's gonna be my immediate step. Yeah, I mean, even the yeah, that it, it, it's a critical step for me. It was game changer. I'm yeah. still working through not that situation that I was talking about when in that question, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. even with my own fertility journey, I have had to like forgive myself because you'll see things like, and I start thinking, was there something that I could have done to like prevent this from happening or mm-hmm. to have the situation go another way? So many things you could just like replay in your mind and you're thinking it's like uh, you we don't know yeah. one. So you have to just forgive yourself for like you did the best you could with what you had mm-hmm. at that moment. Mm-hmm. You made the best decision probably 80 percent of the time. Mm-hmm. Forgive yourself and move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. All right, guys, we're coming to the end of the episode, so we're going to take it to church. So we always have a passage of prayer and a practice. The passage this week comes from James chapter 5, verse 16. The word says, therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. Confess and somebody apologizes to you. We're also supposed to be praying for one another, not just feeling vindicated. 
Here's the prayer. God, thank you for your unmerited grace and mercy. Thank you for the opportunity to humble ourselves before you and others and ourselves. Thank you, Lord, for the gifts of confession, prayer, and forgiveness. Help me to take responsibility. Help me to feel remorse. Help me to resolve to do better and allow me to repair what I've damaged in order to grow and heal through repentance. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And look at damage was right in this little prayer. Damage. Do you want to give us a little couple of (laughs) No, I'm done. Sorry. But to go listen to the song, it was a really, it was a bop. It was a bop 15 years ago. And here's our practice, guys. This week, I will consider an area where I feel as though I was in the wrong. Then I will commit to practicing the four R's as an act of healing, love, anger. Thanks for listening to the Self Love Podcast with Madame Chate Jones and Tennille Daniels. Like what you've heard? Show us some love and follow or subscribe. Then leave a five-star rating and review. For more resources, including show notes, and to keep the conversation going, head over to lovemadden.com and at lovemadden on social. That's L-O-V-E-M-A-A-D-E-N.